G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. Pastor Mark Kawaba is my guest on tonight's show. How are you tonight, Mark? Oh, very good. Thank you so much for having me. It's fun. My last name's funny. Did Smith, I say Smith it is right? funny. Yeah, almost. It's okay. I'll get everything. I'll get Kawajua, Kujua, Kawasaki. You know, kidding. everyone thinks it's Japanese and it's not. It's Polish, you know. So my nickname's Smithy because I book everything under Smith because it's too hard to spell yeah. for people. So, yeah. So I don't mind. Mark is fine. Pastor Chef <laughs> yeah, is what we right. like to call him because he's a pastor and yeah, a chef. That's right. So that's the great nickname we've come up with. Thank you. Thank did you. we give it to you or did you? I think Robbo came up with it. I think oh, the yeah. pastor chef's here or something. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. From Vision from Radio. Awesome. Well, we're talking about uh, how we can keep ourselves healthy on yes. tonight's show. Uh, but first, just a, a personal dilemma. So yes. I cooked some rice and yes. it was supposed to be some sort of beef dish. Yes. But I just went totally off the recipe because yes. I didn't have half, half the things in there and I, I went to the shop. I couldn't find, I was supposed to have Bengal curry. I didn't get Bengal curry. It was supposed to be a beef dish, but I used pork and they're supposed to have beef stock years. I used chicken. Anyway, and then filled it up with rice and it ended up just tasting like nothing. Yeah. So now I've got this dish, in, you know, yeah. a massive pot of rice that tastes like nothing. Nothing. Can I resurrect this? Yeah, you can. What, um, what do I do? Yeah, look, you, Help. You, probably the, one of the easiest ways is to just grab a bunch of it, stick it all together because rice sticks together and make like True. a pancakey cake thing okay. and then put it in a uh, pan with a bit of oil and fry it up like a cake and make like a potato cake, but you're making a rice cake. Okay, and cool. it's got all the bits. And then if you need extra, like throw some peas or chopped up mm-hmm. corn in it. You know the, oh, not, yeah? the whole, cool. not the whole corn, just the kernel of the <laughs> corn. Got to be specific. I'm not that bad. Yeah, no, and some yeah. chopped herbs into your rice mix, and then make that cake out of it. You know what I mean? Okay, and then you cool. Make cake, and then you put some like, rocket lettuce on top of it, and some dressing, and there's you know like a ricey cake dish. You That's can a good do idea. That. That's a cool. Yeah. The other one is roll up in balls and crumb it, and deep fry it, and make like arancini balls, Yum. like Italian arancini balls with a dipping thing. Yeah. And, That's uh, very fancy. And the other one. <laughs> Yeah, that's fancy. Depending on what flavours you got in yeah. your leftover rice stuff. Uh, if it's plain rice, you can make fried rice, a bit of Asian fly lace, you know, or um, <laughs> if it's got other things in it, you know, you can make um, like a like you do like a, a potato bake or a mm-hmm. pasta bake, you can make a rice bake. Okay, so chop cool. up some extra chicken, put it in there, mix it all up, put some cheese on top, and right. then whack it in the oven and bake it a little bit. Awesome. Make, make like a rice. And thing. how long can I keep rice in the fridge before about, it goes bad? About a week. A week? About okay, a cool. week. Yeah. Because um, I asked probably, my grandma the other day, I'm like, Grandma, help, how long can I keep it in there? She's like, oh, no, two days, two, and then throw it out. Probably, I'm like, oh. These days our fridges are pretty good, you know, and we got the Tupperware lids and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And if it's a breathing Tupperware lid, that's one. You pop, you got the little pop oh, thing yeah, on top. Yeah. keeps the air out. It breathes it, so it circulates air in it. Uh, yeah, probably a good week, you know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah if you open up, it smells a bit like stale because rice don't go slimy, so it smells a bit stale. Oh. Um, you got, Yeah, it's probably getting a bit okay. on there. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah so don't <laughs> Bit do on that. the nose. Yeah, feed it to the dog then. You okay, know? cool. <laughs> Pastor, um, <laughs> Pastor Chef is yeah. my guest on tonight's show. <laughs> Pastor Mark Kuwava. Yeah, Kuwava. Wazowski. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Pastor Chef is my guest on tonight's show. Let's talk about some quick meals. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of something that's really quick and easy because I yeah. just have zero time to cook. 
So what are your favourite quick meals that okay, you like to cook? So, so quick and easy is a big topic because um, unless you've got something that's pre-prepared beforehand, it can't be quick and easy. Mm. So you can't open, oh. the, open up the fridge and go, oh, I want to have uh, spaghetti bolognese, but the mince is in the freezer. All right, so, oh, yeah, so you've got to prepare some basic things like frozen products and bits and pieces out, have a range of either cream or pasta sauces already all there, okay? Mm. Then if you want to, quick and easy, first one is spag bowl. Everyone loves spag yeah. bowl. So you chuck it on, you know, put the mince on. I can do spag bowl in about 10 minutes, you yeah. know what I mean? So quicker, oh, cool. than, quicker than a Friday minutes. night drive through at Macca's. I could probably do spag bowl that quick. No excuses um, now. No, no, no excuses to that. The other one is like any kind of Asian dishes because mm. they use a stir-fry woks. So woks oh. is Quick, easy frying up. So I've got some veggies, chop it up really thin, chuck it in, fry it off, put some noodles in. So either two-minute noodles that you've got packs of, which you can put in water first, Mm -hmm. hocking in noodles or any kind of Asian noodles, stir it up, you know, put your ginger, garlic, Asian flavors into it, herbs, done. Done. Okay. Oh, cool. So that, that's really cool. Yeah. And my all-time favorite, all-time favorite, <laughs> all-time favorite. You're talking it up. Yeah. What is it? Is a bowl of cereal. Really? Yeah. Love a bowl <laughs> of cereal. Dinner. Love it. Before, um, before. But you're a chef. I know. I know. But when you're cooking around food all day long, it's the last thing you want to do. Yeah. So I'd come it's home like after twelve-hour yeah. shifts of cooking, and uh, and so if, if anyone uh, just. Your generation might not, but Seinfeld episodes. Oh, yeah. So Jerry Seinfeld opens up the crane. We always come out, and there's like hundreds of boxes of cereal yeah. in his cupboard. Okay, that was me. So my <laughs> cupboard had every from Fruit Loops to whatever. So I would rotate, and if vegetables could be served up in cereal, I'd be home and hose. Yeah. Know? But that was that. So that's that's for me uh, an all time <laughs> quick fix like that is uh, a bowl of cereal. <laughs> that's funny. Pastor Chef is my guest <laughs> on tonight's show. We'll talk about how he actually got into cooking. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that's a funny story too. Okay, we'll do that next. Pasta Chef is my guest on tonight's show. Let's talk about how you actually got into cooking. Yeah, yeah. So when did that start for you? Yeah, well, um, my father... When you were little? Yeah, or? yeah. My father's a chef and our families go back being bakers back in Germany in uh, before the war days, before um, Eastern Bloc country. And... Um, so my dad was a chef. He was director of hospitality and tourism on the Gold Coast. He created TAFE Colleges. Wow. For, yeah, yeah. So um, I was brought up in it, and we had That's a cool. restaurant, so I'd cook in it, blah, blah, blah. But I love surfing, you see, so I'm a surfer hmm. kid. So um, when I got to about year 11, I think it was, um, I was bumming more school and going to the beach than, you know, yeah. anything else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do a, uh, I, I call the dad I want to be a sandologist, like a studier of the sand. Oh, yeah. And, um, and Did my that dad, go down well? No, no, because yeah. he's like, you know, director of tourism on the Gold Coast and his son's a bum. You yeah. Know? And so he got really concerned and he sent me to, uh, through those days, or CES or Job, job Force, whatever it was back in those days, mm-hmm. and he sent me to an occupational um, psychologist, so someone who studies occupation, right, what? and helps you. I know, I know, this is freaky. Right? <laughs> so I went in this room and I did the test of the round blocks and the square blocks and all that kind of stuff. You what? know what I mean? To, to make sure that you're not like, you know, yeah. got some issue. And then he, the coolest thing, he took me to a room, probably the size of our studio here, uh, like an average like bedroom at home, and all the walls were lined with DVD, uh, videos. Mm. And every video was a ten minute video on every job that you could possibly do. Really? And they had a TV in the middle of the room and oh, a video wow. player. And he said sit down here for the next an hour or so and just go through what you want to do. So I picked out and then he said, come out with your top two. Right. So then I came out with top two. You wouldn't believe the first one was surfboard making. <laughs> <laughs> and, the other, and the other one was chefing. Oh, cool. You know what I mean? And then uh, so I went from, from school where, because um, I speak German as well, so I took German language to boost up my T score at those days. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I think like OP1's the best, OP25's the worst. Okay, mm. so when I went to school, 
990 to your score was the best and like 630 was the worst you know yeah. what I mean and so I bumped, tried to bump up my T score because I was nervous and I got like 635 yeah. you know? so I'm right <laughs> down the bottom down there even mm. with speaking German fluently I couldn't beat up you know when I took the language oh. so I went from that to finding what I wanted to do and my purpose mm-hmm. and went to even today I'm still the first ever student that's ever gone through all of TAFE getting 100% for practical and theory for cookery for all three all three really? yeah yeah representative wow. Australia at the World Chefs Championships won three gold Whoa. medals apprentice of the world if you want to put it that way and then you know done some stuff on TV work all that kind of stuff and and the industry so uh, yeah I just once I found what I wanted to do then I excelled and yeah. I went that way. But the process to get there was quite amusing <laughs> and quite funny. Yeah, That's so hilarious. That's my story of how to become a chef. Awesome. Pastor <laughs> Chef is my guest on tonight's <laughs> show. Let's talk about, I think a lot of people try, you know, neglect the keeping their body healthy because yes. we think body, mind and spirit. Yeah. We always focus a lot about, you know, mental health and yeah. also our spiritual health yeah. reading the Bible. But I think we do forget about our actual health sometimes, like yeah. our our body. What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, well, uh, to be really honest with you, I think first of all, as a culture, we're pretty lazy. We really are. Um, mm. You know, everything gets delivered to your door. Yeah. You know, I was in a in a class yesterday, and I was actually attending a class to upgrade and upskill myself. Mm. And we're getting three quarters of the way, and it's like fifteen minutes before we have to go to lunch. And the student puts up his hand. He said, "Oh, how long have we got left in class?" And, he, and the guy goes, "Oh, about twenty minutes." Said, oh, that's okay. And he goes, "Why is that? Oh, because I'm ordering my Uber Eats." <laughs> for lunch, you know what I mean. Like we're, we're yeah. so lazy when the shops are just down the road, you know. Yeah. So we're we're a culture that's very lazy. So as Christians, you know, it's, every Sunday you'll hear spiritual, you know, you do your devotions, do all that kind of stuff, and we try to do that at our best. Mentally, you've got to stay intact those ways, and and we try to get balance, especially if you're married. Mm. Um, you know, you're communicating with your wife. Well, you've got free time if you've got kids, all that kind of stuff. You want family time if you're a young person. You want your own time, me time. I want to yeah. be myself. So we do all those kind of things. When it comes to the physical body, it's interesting because uh, the oxymoron in it is that we're so conscious of how we look in the sense that we post it all the time. Mm, yeah. We do selfies all the time. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm 49 years of age and um, and I look at the younger generation, sometimes I laugh, like people laughed at me when I was that age and still do now, the old generation. Mm. But they get in this, like when they do the selfies, you get this sort of like look where you tilt your head to the side and you pat your lips a little bit and yeah. your, your knee crosses over and then you do your selfie. <laughs> look, you know, and we do this kind of thing to make ourselves look good or yeah, guys do gotta too. Get you know, right yeah, you've got to get the right angle. Yeah, you've got to get the right angle. we got to take 50 yeah. million photos till we get it right and all this kind of stuff. Yet we don't really look after our body. And mm. it, it comes down to the balance of all three, not just the two. Yeah. There's a funny scripture in the Bible. Paul says, um, exercise profits the body little. Oh, yeah. And so a lot of people say that, well, I don't have to go and do gym. <laughs> well, you probably do. You need to do a bit. So if yeah. you want to be really, really tuned in in your mind of like being fresh in your mind, the best thing to do is go for a walk outside. Yeah. Do some exercise because it, it lets off endorphins and it refreshes you or do some cooking or do something, do a hobby. Mm. You know, so you keep fit. You keep fit in doing those kind of things. As you get older, like I am now, it's all about core strength. So it's simple. It's Pilates and all that kind of real manly stuff. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, you know. But as you're young, you can build up your muscles or do whatever, do exercise, and it's yeah, it's it's all about. True. Uh, like I do road cycling, so that's what what I what I try and do. And so whenever I go for a ride, that's what I call it. I'm not doing a race. Okay, cool. So I don't yeah. do exercise to prove something. You know, I mean, guys yeah. are at the gym pumping, looking at themselves in the mirror. Good on you. You know what I mean? But 
we don't look after our body enough. Yeah. You know? And there are a lot of stuff you can do where you don't have to go to the gym. There's a lot of exercises that you can do. Just just regular routine doing stuff. So if you eat well and healthy, which is vegetables, fruit, and all that kind of stuff, and abundance of it, mm. okay? Because uh, I could talk about that, but like 20 years ago, a tomato was so much value of... Um, vitamins and minerals today mm. because it's so genetically modified or farmed so much you have to have the equivalent of like about 10 tomatoes to get the same nutritional value what you did 20 years ago really? yeah uh, and, and all this kind of stuff and, yeah. and where we get our food from where it's produced and australia's the biggest um importer of fresh fruit and vegetables in the world yeah I and mean, we got the best fruit and vegetables in the world yet we